Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Staredown, our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast amongst friends from around the country. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Todd Meininger up in Cumming, Georgia, north of Atlanta. And Anthony Malafronte across the bay from Bill in Tampa, Florida. What's up, boys? Bill, how are you, man? I see you got your Buccaneers hat on. You're a couple games out, but looking good Too after soon. that big win yesterday. Too soon. <laughs> rocking, rocking the colors, Brady and the Falcons, part two. Um, yeah, that uh, <laughs> it wasn't quite the same as the Super Bowl, but a lot of fun. Yeah. Look, I, you know, they're, I don't, I'm not counting on the Bucks catching the Saints. I'm just counting on the Bucks getting a decent matchup in the first round. Um, the problem is if they win that game, they're going to have to go to Green Bay. There's just no way around it because they'll be a low enough seed. So they'll be the probably the lowest remaining seed headed north, which would be tough. But, but the things are good here. It's been, a, it had a great, wonderful, wacky three inches of rain in about two and a half hours last yeah. night. When you and guys were talking about the text, I, I pulled up the radar and I just saw yeah. that massive orange cloud going across the top of St. Pete. And that's when, when Anthony texted you and said like, we're getting massive lightning here and I could see it yeah. heading his direction. Yeah. It, it was a, a ton of rain. Super cool. Uh, as a kid, like I've said, said many times, average rainfall in San Diego, seven inches a year. Mm. I'll take 60 all day. The rest, every year, the rest of my life. I love it when it rains, unless you have a tea time. Uh, so <laughs> it, uh, it was good. It was, uh, that was cool. Um, Played golf this past weekend. I'm in a funk. Anthony knows it. I just, nothing's working. Uh, so we'll figure so did, it out next did, week. We can start to respectfully disagree, buddy. You are in a funk. I'm not disagreeing with that, but you hit some yeah. of your best drives. I know. That I've seen you hit. What's up with that? All the time it's, it's I've been like playing a... with you. You're on a funk. You're in a funk on the green yeah. and around the green. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Was this week one of the new season or is it kind of two weeks off before it starts up again? Week, week one of the new season. So, okay. yeah. In fact, the guy who, the guy who was leading it going into the final week of the season who got passed by the guy in sixth place, cause he won Oof. and passed him. He, this week, that same guy who was in first place <laughs> tied for first shot, shot six over his quota. One the week. Wrong, two day, wrong day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Four or five birdies. Joe had a great day. It's fun to fun to look at that. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's all that's going on here, really. Um, where uh, Australia shuts down this time of the year, right about now. So it's very quiet at work. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, by default we get kind of some quiet time. I don't have a single meeting with Australia for the next two weeks, mm. which means those are from four till say eight or nine at night. So mm. those are all gone, <laughs> which is, which is a nice break for us. So it's cool. Good. Yep. Todd, you? Uh, yeah, good. Uh, everything's going well. Um, I keep thinking work's going to slow down, but today was crazy. So uh, oh. I keep extending my, when the, um, when it's going to slow down. So now I'm, I'm thinking Wednesday, people will officially start to, uh, enjoy the holiday season. So um, work's going well, uh, ready to wrap up the year. Super excited about 2021. Um, we have room to grow. Uh, we had a great 19 um, and okay 20. So now we're, uh, we're looking to, to build and, and get back back in black as ACDC would once say. Um, had a great, uh, great time watching sports. I'm sure we'll 
we'll talk about it in depth and uh, looking forward to doing that. So no, all's well, looking forward to the, uh, the holidays coming up. Great. Mal. Had a uh, nice wind down to the year. Uh, we have our, uh, our middle son home. Uh, it's joyous, well before Christmas. Uh, I haven't been in the same room with him for a year. Um, mm. uh, he came home, he got into town last night. And uh, Dylan, as you guys know, has been on the podcast with us. Uh, um, so that's my wife, Lydia, is in all her glory. Uh, she's got her grandbaby, her daughter-in-law, and her three sons, and me, all in the same room. <laughs> and, oh, that, you blew it at the end. <laughs> well, I blew it. You know, I just got to keep it real, buddy. You know, she's she sees me every day, and she doesn't see that's any. True. Well, she sees the baby and and uh, Greg and Clarissa quite a bit, but for everybody to be in the same room is pretty cool. And uh, so which was nice. So Mel, no nice. one's listening. Who's, who's Lydia's favorite? You can say of the three boys. You Come can, on. No one's quietly. listening. Yeah. Who's, you can you whisper know, it. <laughs> it's honestly, it's really hard not to like our oldest son. I, honestly, Todd, it's weird to say, you asked the question. He has never, he's 32 years old. He's a full-fledged adult. He's the head of the, um, of the, English department at Jesuit high school. He's a father and a husband and he's never caused us one minute of worry in his whole entire life. Wow. Knock on wood, right? Um, he's the most conscientious person I know. If it's going to, I know we're live and we're recording bill. If you need to cut this out, just go right ahead. But <laughs> no, if, it doesn't have if, to be cut out. If, it's good. If our, if our post person, our male person, was a male back when he was born, I would think he wasn't my kid, but we had a female lady who delivered the mail. <laughs> he, I mean, I'm reasonably hardworking and conscientious, <laughs> but he takes it to a whole nother level. So if you had to push my wife, she'd probably say him. Yeah, that's she awesome. Would, she would answer. Answer. Now, 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 that, now that question has to be answered by everybody. Mine's easy, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's my favorite son. Riley's my favorite daughter. No, that's weak. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll raise my hand. Um, okay. And I I mean this with the utmost sincerity. It it depends on the day. It depends on the day. <laughs> that's true. There's some days where Kate is just the apple of my eye, and Scott, I want to throw him out of second floor <laughs> building, the second floor. And other days, like you know, he's he's going to the army, working hard, being a great kid. So yeah, it just depends on the day. But I will say this, Mel and Sean, I think you'll agree. And Bill having one uh, trumps all of us, but I'm really glad, not that you have any choice. I'm really glad I have one boy and one girl. So there's, you don't compare them. I would think if you had two boys or two girls, there'd be that constant, you know, comparison. Um, but to me, a girl is so much different than a boy. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that's, that's the way it is, right? Yeah, the, I'm, again, I'm, sure, I'm sure mom had to compare you know, boys all the time. She had to, she had to pick between Jot and Kevin, who was the second favorite. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I finally got my dad to admit after my mom passed that I was mom's favorite. Cause I used to always in front of everyone, I'd be like, mom, just admit it. I'm the favorite. And she's like, I love all my kids equally, blah, 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 blah. Now I'm not dad's favorite. That's for sure. So it's, <laughs> there's a nice little balance. There's a nice little balance there. It's awesome. That's fun. <laughs> that's good. 
That's good. Sean? Uh, my weekend was good. I, I watched a lot of sports. I, um, as I, as you guys know, I, I prepped some gift bags for my clients, a little beer delivery. So I got that all prepped up and had some <coughs> nice help from Riley and, and, and Rhonda helped me kind of make it look good instead of just dropping a six pack on someone's doorstep, uh, you know, <laughs> bags and, and wrappers and things like that. So that was fun <clears throat> and started delivering. I, I have a uh, 12 more to deliver tomorrow. Yesterday, I took some of my distance clients and I think I put 140 miles on the car going from house to house wow. and distance to distance. So yeah, it was pretty stretched out. Um, that's because hey, one of my clients way- who sold her place is now living with her new husband in a outskirt area of, of town. So by the way, Sean, not not that it's about the money, but you're not you're not writing this off. This is coming out of your pocket. This is stuff you're doing to build uh, uh, goodwill for your your future clients. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing, it's a, right? You can do it's both. A marketing expense, yeah, it's a marketing. Well, expense. Per, yeah, but, but I'm just saying, like, you don't have a corporate credit card where you're just oh, you know, oh no, throwing no, no. throwing yeah. hundreds of dollors on it, right? This is coming yeah, out no, of your pocket. You know, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's yeah, awesome. They're not, they're not getting. Natty Light. I mean, they're you know, it's, uh, yeah. you're, you're, it's a lot of time, money, and effort is being. I went put to pick in, up you know so. four or five cases of beer the other day at like eight thirty in the morning, and the the girl at the counter was thinking like, it's eight thirty in the morning. You're getting four and a half cases of beer. Oh, <laughs> you know? I thought I thought you were going to say so. the girl's going to go. Sean, good to see you, buddy. What's yeah. up? <laughs> she goes. I get off at ten. Only beer with four you. and a half cases. <laughs> <laughs> Only four and a half cases. Sean. Exactly. A light day. So, I right, guys, let's talk a little sports. Um, uh, college football, like we can start with Friday night. Oregon beats USC, wins the wins the Pac-12. Kind of a weird setup, right? I mean, Oregon didn't win their division. Washington elects not to go. You know, just just weird. Um, you can just Ohio pass State, on the Pac-12. Just move yeah. on. Yeah. Ohio State wins the Big Ten. Lackluster Oof. first half. Uh, Northwestern. Northwestern had their chances. I texted you guys. If you're going to go for the upset, you kind of can't make any mistakes. You could you could have the other team kind of have some good good things happen, but you just can't really make mistakes. And a couple interceptions and the and, and a dropped interception um, and a missed field goal cost them the chance. Uh, Justin Fields didn't look great. They had 22 kids out for the Buckeyes, including mm. one of the coaches. Um, but um, and we'll talk in a bit about what what that happened. Oklahoma State, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma and Iowa State. It's kind of a blowout for a while. And Iowa State scored at the end and then got the ball back and had the ball with under 30 seconds to go, needing needing a you know a touchdown and an extra point to win. And Brock Purdy threw a very unsenior-like pass there as he was getting pressure, just kind of lofted it up into the top of the Jerry Jones World AT&T Stadium. And uh, it was picked off. Oklahoma wins their sixth Big 12 championship in a row. Pretty impressive. Wow. Yep. Um, Sixth in a row. Uh, the big game in the afternoon was Clemson versus Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame took the first drive down the field, really surgically, got inside the ten yard line as as often happens with those drives where the defense kind of compacts the field. They uh, they they held into a field goal. Then that Notre Dame holds Clemson. Notre Dame drives back down, has a chance for. A, take 10 nothing lead doesn't get that and then misses the field goal from like what nine yards i mean it was literally a, a chip shot mm-hmm. and then clemson opened up a can of wolf ass and trevor lawrence got his feet underneath them bill what did you think about that that performance by clemson yeah uh, just expected i guess one yeah. word expected yeah i didn't think notre dame stood a chance um yeah i don't i don't like i don't think <laughs> 
I don't think anybody stands a chance against Clemson. I'll go, I'll go out on that limb. I'm sorry, you SEC guys, you're you Bama boys, but um, Clemson, Trevor Lawrence is amazing. Yeah. Let's say, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think it's, I think it's Clemson's uh, championship to lose. Well, you know, they, they, they were, they've been, they've been the second seed in 2016 or in 2018. Yeah. 2016 and 2018. And they won. And those right. are the two years they won it. Yeah. Um, they're the second seed this year as we'll get to in just a second. Um, since he wins the American athletic, right. Big win 27, 24 over Tulsa, um, finished the season undefeated. And then obviously Bama wins the sec in a, what was really an entertaining game. Uh, I think every Gator fan and really most fans around the country, I think a little surprised that Florida held, held them to six or only lost by six. They were 17 point underdogs. I think we kind of knew it was going to be tough, Todd, when the second drive of the game, you know, look, Alabama went right down the field, scored a touchdown. Then we went right down the field in four plays. Trask looked great. Touchdown. Bama goes down, scores a touchdown. We go down and kick a field goal. And you kind of felt like there was a little bit of a momentum change there when we got held to a field goal. I don't know your thoughts, Todd, and we can, we can talk about this game. I thought it was a great performance by our Gators. Yes. Uh, super uh, I mean, no, 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 uh, second place isn't great, but super proud of the effort, right? Um, kept fighting, didn't give up, scratch clawed, um, loved the performance from the Kyles. Um, I, I definitely had that feeling in the first half that we could not blink, and that field goal, first field goal, felt like a blink, right? And the great, finally, we get an interception, um, and every time anyone gets an interception, I'm always like, run to the sideline and get down. Run to the sideline and get down. And he was going right up the middle. Um, what a just vicious hit, um, which prompts, and I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but if that was a block, it would have been a penalty, right? Because it was a blind side. But if it's a tackle, apparently it's legal. I, I hate yeah, to Yeah, you right? got a ball in your hand. It's your, your, your free game, unless you're a quarterback. But, but I hate <laughs> Do you understand why I hate the rules? I mean, literally, if he's blocking someone, it's 15 yards. So maybe they could, maybe if he wrapped his arm around, it was just a vicious tip, clean under today's rules. Um, but the real frustrating part is we stopped him three times on third down early, and there's three penalties, which just is infuriating. So I felt like we blinked in the first half and we couldn't afford to. Um, but that said, didn't give up and we're, you know, scratch clawed and, and made, it, made it a game. So it was, it was, it was great. I mean, you obviously want to win, but um, what, a, what a great performance by both teams. Yeah, I think I saw a stat today, Todd, on Twitter or somewhere. It said Florida, when scoring 40 points or more, 175 yeah. and 0 or something like that until this not game. Not anymore, right? Yeah, not anymore. And Bama, you know, Bama giving up 40. I mean, I think Florida showed may maybe a blueprint for how do you compete with Bama. You know, that, that was the closest game Bama had all year. Dabo, Dabo was taking notes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and, you know, and, and Ian Book uh, and Notre Dame, you know, I mean, they're going to have to play the best game that they've ever played to, to stand in it. But once again, I think that's one of those games that, you know, after the first quarter, much like the last time they played in the championship game, could be, you know, and, 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 that, and that starts the what ifs for, from College Station, right? And so, to, well, and to put a bow on, on Florida season, um, and listen, nine and three. What, eight and three? Eight and three? Or eight, eight and three. three, yeah. Well, three. Eight right? and three, eight and three, eight and three, yep. Yeah. 
and um, coulda, shoulda, woulda, but God, it just feels like we could have been 11 to 0 going into the playoffs, right? So, <laughs> yeah. and again, three losses. I mean, it's three losses, but three yeah, losses, tough. We gave up, three losses. We gave up 112 points. Oh, yeah. Or no, 100, 140 points. And we lost. It's a shame our offense is so good and our defense is so bad, right? Yeah, it's just a shame. A championship offense and a average, not so championship average defense. defense yeah. Average at best. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, what were you going to say? Because you texted us during the game saying it was a fun game to watch. I, watching the game, I wished Florida had played that well versus LSU at home. Mm. First of all, because we'd be having a little bit different conversation and. In all of the games that you talked about today, Sean, um, the cream kind of rose to the top. To use like a horse racing analogy, the longer the race gets, the true, the, the best bred, the, the classiest of, of the horses, they, they show their mettle. Um, this was the only game of the day that I'm aware of. Florida won the second half handily, right? They scored yeah. 29 points to 17 for Alabama. Um, so Alabama kind of spit the bit a little bit, if you will. And Florida came very, very close. Florida showed their class. And very honestly, they played great defense in the second half. Uh, much better. Yeah, much better. Najee, Najee Harris is, I, te I, te I texted it to you guys. He's a man among men. He's a great runner. Yeah. Um, after Trevor Lawrence, in my mind, if there isn't an offensive, if you need an offensive lineman, my understanding in the, in the draft, and we'll talk about that in some other show, there's some good offensive linemen available uh, in the draft. But after that, just for a skill player, Najee Harris is as good as anybody. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, and even he didn't have as good a second half as he had a first half. The Gators played really, really well yesterday. You know, if you uh, look at me on Saturday. Look at Najee Harris, who is who I, he reminds me of in the NFL this year is is Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the guy from the you know was LSU Gosh, last year. But he's so, bigger. He's yeah, bigger. He's bigger than but Hilaire. catching out of the backfield, the blocking. Yeah. Um, Florida had a couple really good blitzes on, and they just could not get you know to Mac Jones in time. Um, you know, uh, it was just a you know I think that one of the daggers, Todd, that Florida has done so well this year was Alabama deferred the opening kick. We scored with a minute to go, and they went right down the field, scored a touchdown. That was, that was And then yeah. had the ball to start the second half. And it was just, um, it was just, you know, it went from a, what, a 28-17 game to a 35-17 game. Uh, it, nah. Yeah, and, and, and I, I forgot to bring up, and I, and I hate to bring up a miss by uh, Trask, who just, what an incredible season. Um, I would argue Heisman worthy, um, but he missed shorter on that. Uh, on that uh, in the first quarter, in the second quarter, yeah. which, you know, again, totally changes the complexion of the game. So those little mistakes um, you cannot make, I guess you were kind of, uh, when you were talking, um, what was the earlier game you were talking about? Northwestern, right? You just can't can't make a mistake. And, and we made one too many in that first half. Um, but that said, as Mal said, shorted up in the second half, never quit, scratch, clawed, um, you know, hey, came up short. It's so, Bill, let's, let's talk about the, the the CFP, the college football playoffs. Mm. Uh, Chalk, obviously, one and two. Bama and Clemson, clearly one and two. No no arguments there. No uh, argument. Three, three and four, four maybe. Ohio Big, argue. Big arguments with three and four. <laughs> Who do you want to argue against or what, for, Bill? Notre Dame or Ohio? What does, what, what does a group of five team have to do to get in the playoff? 
Mm. It's never going to happen, right? How, how, what do they got to do? When mm. every game that's presented to you go undefeated and you can't, you, you're not even sniffing sixth place in the final yeah. polls. Yeah. That's brutal. And I, you know, look, it's, um, I, I don't know what you say to the kids. Go to a, go to a, go to a power five school. Uh, if you want to get into playoffs, you got to go to power five school. Otherwise you're just playing for the AAC. I, I think there's, there's no, there's no other answer to your question, Bill, than, than they're going to have to go to eight. To, to, yeah, so it, absolutely. And that's, that's, that's where that drives to. I, just, yeah. I don't think many people right now, if gun to their head would say Cincinnati is one of the top four teams in the country, but there's the argument of they did everything they could do. So did, so did Coastal Carolina, Yep. you know, the, the, you know, at some point in time, if, 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 if a Mountain West team was undefeated and, uh, you know, now once again, in a normal year, those teams would have probably played a couple other teams that they could have lost to in Oklahoma or, uh, True. Uh, you know, but, but the way it was laid out, I agree with you, you know, in theory, you know, you do the, the five champions plus three at large with some sort of codicil in there that, uh, that an Oregon doesn't get in because they're the Pac-12 champion, you know. Um, <laughs> or they just or they just get an eight seed, right? They get an eight seed and, and yeah. could, you know, could somehow mess up. Yeah, there's there's ways around that, but it, it's got to go to eight. You know, I I I'm I'm like at this point because of all the crap that happens at three and four, or some maybe sometimes just four. You're better off just having the BCS back. It'll just been Bama, Clemson. We've been done. We didn't know what was happening. They've been perfect, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it had just been a much better thing. Unless, you, think, unless you, you want this dialogue, which is happening on every freaking talk show and every radio station, every mm -hmm. city and every, everywhere. Go ahead, Mal. Heavens. I heard a stat today on ESPN. That Number 11? That the committee, Mike Greeny was making a point that, that, that the, the committee got it right. And if you use the same formula, that the BCS used, Alabama's one, Clemson's two, Ohio State's three, and Notre Dame is four. And it's been that way for the seven years that we've been in this four team. The BCS and the committee have gotten the exact same four teams all seven years. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the one twos. Like I said, it's, 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 almost, it's pretty simple to get the one and two for, for the most part. It's always been right. pretty yeah, straightforward. I agree. But, but you know, um, back in the BCS days, three and four just meant a Rose Bowl and a Sugar Bowl or whatever instead of the national championship game, you know, which was important and money for the league and or the, the conference and money for the school. But I, at some point, you know, you've got to you got to make a commitment to those other. Those other conferences are just completely shut out, which yeah, which is the beauty of basketball. I mean, I, I know it's not even close as far as physicality and they can't do it, but there's got to be a way to get it to eight, you no, know, you're right. maybe, you're right. and this would have been in a weird way. This would have been the year to do it. The bowl game, the bowl system's all jacked no. up. Yeah. I mean, trust why, me. why not just do it this year or make there, it there six be, and have a play in game. I don't know. Be you know. Bowls that, that cancel <laughs> Tennessee just canceled today. Their bowl game. Look at that. Um, yeah, it's just, because of COVID, um, which okay. affects the other team on the other side. Um, listen, Bill, I, here's the kind of the, the, the sad part for our buddy, Scotty Euler and Sean yeah. Simpson, the guy, Cincinnati's in an absolutely no-win situation. If they win the game, then Georgia says we weren't really interested in playing. You know, it didn't mean anything. If they yeah, lose, who cares the, about that? Yeah. If they lose the game, people say, "Yeah, see, you weren't even you weren't even qualified to beat SEC's fourth best team." You know. Well, there's 
there's a template. If they win the game, they're the national champions, undefeated. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> hey, Mel, you mentioned seven years. Seven years on this format, there have been 11 teams in the playoffs. Right. Wow. Out of 28 options, the same Think 11 teams. 11 yeah. different teams that made the final four. And six of six Bama out of seven, right? Clemson probably five out of seven? Five out of six. I'm just, yeah, yeah. you keep going down yeah. the path. It's, you know... <laughs> I get it. They're good teams. And that's Oklahoma where the good players times. go. Yeah, that's where yep. the good players go. Ohio State, at least four. I mean, that great players go to great schools. And I don't know how you, you know, that's just the way college football works. Um, and and uh, the, the four names that are in are big names. So from yeah. a business financial side, it's probably great. Yeah. But Notre Dame getting beat as badly as they did, um, I, I consider that an elimination game. It would be a perfect opportunity to slide a, a Cincinnati in there, right? Uh, here's an undefeated team. Let's give them a chance at number four to, you know, go go beat Clemson or Alabama. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, according to the, according to the rankings, Cincinnati would have to have jumped Florida and Oklahoma, right, and Texas A right. and M to be that fourth team. So even with the rankings the way they put them out there. Yeah, that's an enormous stretch for that committee to do that. Sean, Mr. Line Master, give me the line on Alabama Notre Dame. Let's see that game being and a half, the Rose Bowl being played in Texas, right? Yeah. Yes. Being played in Texas. Um, <laughs> the Rose Bowl 13, in Texas. Wow. 13 in the hook. 13 and a half. 19. Wow. 19 Dang. right now. Wow. 19 that's that's a 19 that's a fucking playoff game 19 point yeah. spread are you kidding me wow that's not a playoff game that's a route hey bill bill <laughs> unless, unless unless it's the jets and the rams we'll talk about that in a little bill, bit. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question honest question yeah if the, if the matchup was alabama texas a&m what would the line be i don't know but it wouldn't 11, be, it would be 19 probably 17 four i mean they beat uh, him by 28 last time yeah, Kellen, Kellen Mond is not a great quarterback. Kellen Mond is no Kyle Trask. And look, I, <laughs> I think Jimbo Fisher. I liked his passionate argument at the end of the season, at the end of the game Notre against is a nineteen-point dog. Ooh, Clemson, yeah, Ohio good. State. What's the spread? Yeah, give me the spread. Clemson, Ohio Go. State. Clemson, Ohio State. Got to be. Well, Ohio State's never beat Clemson. Um, Carry the one. Seven and a half. <laughs> so, what? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. On, the, on the number. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you, guys, did you guys see, did you guys see what Dabo ranked Ohio state in his final poll? 11. 11. Yeah. Wow. Just, just, just to, just to, just to chew start it up a conversation. Hey, here's the great thing, guys. Here's the great wow. thing. COVID. Wow. The, the playoff game is next Friday. That's crazy. That's great. Yeah, that's we don't have to that's wait happening quick. Weeks. Yeah. We don't have to wait. The first bowl game just happened, guys. We've already got one bowl game in the books. It happened today. Appalachian State beats North Texas in the they, Myrtle Beach Bowl. They covered and hit the over, I think. Wow. So oh, oh, anyway. over under on Florida, Oklahoma. That's got 64. <laughs> 68. 72. <laughs> how, do you, how do you go over on 72? I guess well, you here's, do. The, here's the great thing. That I'll take the over because both defenses are not good. Right. They're both bad. Now, Kyle Pitts is not going to play, but I'm okay with that because we got a stable of receivers, um, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. And on the on the Texas Stadium turf, 
Um, yeah. That's on December 30th, I believe, eight o'clock. Uh, yes, it is. You're exactly right. And tomorrow night, UCF BYU, the over-under is 74. So wow. A lot of sling in the ball who's, going on. Who's favorite in that game, Bill? What's that? Who's favorite in that game? BYU by like three? Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. BYU by six and a half, yeah. So. Well, great chance for, for UCF to make a statement, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There it is. Mal or yeah. taught any other bowl games of notice. We talked about the Peach Bowl. Uh, obviously, the, 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 the big six, you got uh, Iowa State, Oregon. A um, couple, three lost teams there. Um, you got, uh, let's see, Texas A&M plays North Carolina. That game could be interesting. They've, those teams have never met. That's the Orange um, Bowl, got, six and a half, six and a half uh, for Texas. Texas A&M favored by six and a half in that one. I'll, I'll take Carolina in that. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, Sean, one, one um, I guess one bowl game that does not jump out at me is Army finished the season nine and two are not in a bowl game. Mm. Did you know that? Wow, no, no I but I, I heard what their coach said today, which was super cool. Did you hear that? Uh, he said, I read something, but yeah. We're ready to go. We'll go anywhere anyway. he wants to go. When the team has yeah. to back up for COVID, Army's ready. We'll go. <laughs> they're like, so they're like four the substitute S- team. Yeah, four SEC teams under 500 made a bowl. Now, Army was Army did accept a bowl bid early, and that bowl was Right, the canceled. military bowl, yeah. So yeah. it's not – I mean, when you read, why didn't they, uh, you know, give Army a bowl bid? So – somehow some way those those cadets who finished the season nine and two need to need to play in a bowl game somewhere yeah, right yeah yeah so let's hope that happens let's hope that and i guess tennessee opted out so maybe that's the answer right they'll go play west virginia um perhaps right yeah yep yeah we'll you have see. a line on cincinnati georgia i can find uh, it I'm gonna no, i have say, it I, i'm just saying oh you got it. okay yes, you got yeah. you got you got you i'm gonna say georgia four georgia seven yeah, okay. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, seven. Yeah. yeah. Now, what I'm curious what the over under is on the Ole Miss game. Ooh. Ole Miss plays Indiana. Maybe? Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Outback Bowl here in Tampa. Yeah, 66 and a half. Not, okay. You know, it's it's respect. It's up there. Not but, quite 72 uh, sure or 74. Michael Penix is going to play uh, again. So we'll see. A lot of people feel Indiana was disrespected uh, after their good year. But once again, guys, it's COVID year. You, you got a limited. Uh, slate of games i did i did like dabo's um acc networks talking to dabo and they said you know you're playing ohio state again um you've played them before last year you know how do you prepare for, for them he goes well it's gonna be easy because we only have to watch six games um oh, of tape they just keep <laughs> there's limited game they tape right digging, yeah man. who else who else brought the games someone else did yeah there's a lot of people bringing up the six games so. Well, uh, you know, Jimbo Fisher brought it up, and that's right. Yeah, Brian Kelly brought it up. Brian Kelly, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So we'll um we'll talk next week, guys. We'll have a, we're not, no time no time to do a bowl pick, uh, but maybe next week we'll we'll talk about the big games. Um, yeah. That we got coming up. Uh, let's talk NFL. What what a what a what a week this week was. Um, I don't know where you want to start, Todd. I'll, I'll I'll let you sort of pick your early game of the week to to maybe look at because there were some fun games uh, obviously a a literally a decade changing perhaps game happened in LA in the four o'clock window uh, with the Jets winning and you know the Jets fans are irate at this which is interesting that these guys are professionals and they're not going to go out there and try and lose their their job for a guy that's coming in next year and how do you think Justin Fields thinks he's probably thinking like 
I got something to show you. You know, you, you, you think Trevor's the guy. Let's see what happens here. And let's remember people, people, um, Tom Brady was a sixth round pick and he's won six Super Bowls. So pump the brakes a little bit on how many number one quarterbacks have we seen over the years that have just not been the Peyton Manning or the Troy Aikmans of the world. And Troy Aikman wasn't a number one pick. I mean, he wasn't a, a, a number one, number one. Yeah. So the any, future any Hall of Famer that? Patrick Mahomes was what the fourth quarterback taken in that draft. Yep. Yep. So, so, so my answer to the Jets and Jets fans and Trevor Lawrence, it's just a one word answer. Maybe, right. <laughs> this may be the worst thing that happened to you. It may be a blessing in disguise, right? I mean, yeah. there's no guarantees. And, and the fact that people are saying the Jets are going to throw games are just, it's the most idiotic thing. These guys are playing for roster spots. They're, they're, they're professionals. They have pride. Um, and again, as you said, there's no guarantee Trevor Lawrence is going to, come he may be a bust or he may be the next you know top tom brady who knows um you asked me about games uh saturday was saturday heaven for me right buffalo uh won their first uh afc east since 95 boys 1990 nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo was, brady was a freshman or sophomore at michigan at the time uh he may have been 12 who knows yes right um and then green bay won at night and those those are two teams that are Seem to be clicking on all cylinders. Um, so yeah, Saturday was fun for me for sure. Who do you root Sunday? For? Who do you root for in that Super Bowl matchup? Packers, Bills. Oh my god, um, that's really tough. I'd probably default to the Bills, mom okay. and dad, right? Sure. And uh, they, okay. they've they've been they've never won, been, uh, but gosh, that's that's. Uh, I hope I have that dilemma. That'd be that'd be wonderful. That'd be listen to this, guys. Our, our friend of the show, Dave Dylan Schneider, Notre Dame rep. Last time they were in the playoffs. Uh, I text him and say, Hey, good luck to your Irish right at four 30 when the game's four o'clock when the game's kicking off the bills game at Denver kicked off at four 30. He says our games pre the, the Notre Dame games preempted because the Broncos game was on TV. And I go on ABC. He says, yeah, the game locally is on ABC. Wow. And so he had to watch it on ESPN three on his laptop. <laughs> he had to watch it. The, the, <laughs> the ACC championship game, but isn't that weird that like a local channel like takes precedence over the national broadcast? I, I couldn't find the Bills game locally here. It, I, I couldn't find it. I don't think it was playing on my local cable provider, which is just- Oh, so you know weird, what? Because right? NFL Network was covering it on Saturdays. They, right. they covered both the games. And so if you could, if you didn't have it on your package- I um, have it and I thought I checked. Maybe I didn't check NFL Network. So yeah. maybe, that, maybe, maybe it was my error, but yeah. Well, Mal, I know your game you didn't watch was last night because you were having a Manhattan making contest with your son, Dylan. <laughs> it may have been better. It may have been better. Yeah, right? good idea. Yeah. Uh, the Giants are what they are. They're still learning how to win. Um, I, I didn't, ex I, I guess I expected a little bit more, but overall, uh, it wasn't the game that had my attention. The Bucks had my attention yesterday. Uh, and for a 43-year-old, he's the greatest of all time, six Super Bowls, nine times there. What he did in the second half yesterday, he willed his team to victory pretty much by himself. Atlanta came out and scored, and he came, he said, no, that's we're not, we're not giving up just yet. And Tom Brady played an amazing game yesterday. That was 
that was fun. I listened to most of it because I was working, but it was spectacular what he did. And he's getting great kudos here in the, the local media for what he did yesterday. Yeah, it was a tale of two halves. And Sean, I forget the stat exactly, but I want to say in the last four years, the Falcons have blown a 17 point or more lead six times. Ooh. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think you're right, Todd. And I think three of them may be this year. I mean, this is, I think this is about the third time this year where they were comfortable at halftime uh, and then just the second half woes, right? Let me answer your question. As much as you, you can easily just look at that and say our, their defense had let, letdowns, does Matt Ryan and the offense just not keep drives going? Does he make bad turnovers that just put the defense back on the field? I mean, is there something about that? Well, that... well the elephant in the room is the Super Bowl. And that was just, I blame, if you have to blame someone, be the offensive coordinator for, for not milking the clock, not running more, for <laughs> passing on, on third and two and mm. stopping the clock so much. I mean, if you remember that Super Bowl, I read a stat. It's probably Google worthy, but 11 things had to happen for the Patriots for them to win that game. And every one of them happened and they won that game. So, um, but a lot of it had to do with just poor clock management and, and you're ahead, run the ball, you're ahead 28, three, run the ball, work, work right. the clock. Right. So I, I don't know. Um, I listen, they're my home team and I follow them, but um, I'm not breaking down game field film. So I wouldn't be able to intelligently, intelligently answer that, but I'm sure that has something to do with it, right? I mean, I'm sure the offense is not clutch when they need to be, and, and maybe the defense is on the field too much and gets tired. Uh, you know, that's that all seems plausible. Bill, the three late window games were fantastic. I mean, yeah. really, every single one of them. You know, red zone was perfect to watch because you were going back and forth between just three games. You had the Jets at Rams. You had the Eagles-Cardinals with Jalen Hurts versus Kyler Murray, and you had the Chiefs-Saints um with breeze back in who couldn't have looked unbreeze like in that first ha first quarter incomplete yeah. his first five passes was looked lost obviously 11 broken ribs um yeah um but he's 40 years old right yeah but those yeah, three games old, old those quarterback three struggle early i guess <laughs> those yeah. three games were amazing yeah so the i'll tell you what um the uh, jets rams game that was the only five four only four other teams in the last 40 years have won with spreads as big as that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that is as big a lock as you can ever get. And listening to 17, people, right? It was 17. Yeah. 17. Listening to people yeah. bitch and moan on, and I tease that game and all the stuff that they were, you know, it just cements for me again, how sometimes how foolish gambling can be. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and good for the Cardinals. I mean, I, you know, I'm pulling for them quietly right because it lived there for 17 years but, but you know I'll, I'll jump back a little bit Sean for me it's I, I watch AFC West really close right because I was a Raider fan as a 10 year old kid and my grandpa would take me to the Charger Raider game every year and the, all the I think I said this before but the all of his friends around his season tickets in Plaza 42 would be god damn it Bob stop bringing that kid because I'd be wearing my Raiders beanie and the Raiders would kick the Chargers ass um but then, you know, I, I switched allegiance to the Chargers when some sense got knocked into me, probably by one of those guys in, in Plaza 42. And, um, you know, so hating the Raiders became a, a, a way of life. Um, you know, the Chiefs are the 
there's no team the Chargers operation hates more than the Chiefs. It's not the Raiders, it's the Chiefs and their arrogance that even when they were losing, wow. they were arrogant. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? And the Broncos was were the Broncos. Lamar and, Hunt thing? Was that a Lamar Hunt thing? Or I don't know what it was, but it's it 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 uh that's Lamar Hunt was kind of gone by the time this is in the late, this is in the mid-90s. Like Schottenheimer really, years. Yeah. So it was an interesting time. Um, but but to see these these two things happen, to see you know, I don't I'm not a Charger fan, but to see them jack up the Raiders playoff hopes, that's kind of cool. I love yeah, that. You're right, right, so yeah. upset him and beat him there. But then to see Phillip Rivers just, you know, 10 and four tied for first with the Colts. Who did yeah. thunk it? So you got these Amazing. old quarterbacks, yeah. Breeze, Rivers. I mean, Rogers to an extent, you know, mm-hmm. um, and of course, Brady um, having doing great work. It's been fun to watch. So if you had um, to look right now, who do you think that if you look at the seven teams that are kind of in the positions right now to lock in a playoff? Mm-hmm. If, it, if this was an all-star game, are you betting on the AFC or the NFC? I think the AFC just has better teams right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs, Steelers, and Bills. I mean, those first three are, are probably a whole lot stronger than Packers, Saints, and Seahawks. I mean, um, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, think Aaron Rodgers is, is playing amazing, uh, probably the best quarterback play in all the league. But He's got 40 touchdowns, right? I, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that four, offense is four picks and, and four, just, 40 touchdowns and four picks. And that offense is just clicking and tough. And Kyle they have, if, if they have that, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and green Bay in, in, in the playoffs is tough to play by, but um, how are we, and I don't think we are, but we're kind of sleeping on a Kansas city team. That's, you know, what 12 and one uh, they have one loss. I mean, who's going to beat Kansas city. I mean, it's just, there's, there's some really good teams out there. The playoffs are going to be very interesting um, this year because there's there's some teams that are rolling, and you're just wondering how are they going to how are they going to stumble. But obviously, one of them is going to stumble or two. So yeah, I think you're going to be great. Well, you're right. Win it, win it in Lambo. It's going to be tough. I mean, in in January. I mean, come on. That's just, yeah. It's going to be tough. And and they say that's uh, yeah. So, but yeah, Brady's playing great, and and I loved his interview um, post game. He's he, he's, he knows he can do better. He's leaving, he's leaving chicken on the bone and I know I can do better. That mentality is why he's won six Super Bowls, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's so elite. Cause he's striving. There was a one hour window where Antonio Brown and Des Bryant both caught touchdown passes. That's yeah, pretty good. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's a, that's a throwback. You know, Arian said it today. I saw somewhere that, um, you know, great win. You, know, you can't take that away, but man, they got to start playing 60 minutes of football and not 30. Inexcusable the first half is what he called it. Yeah. You cannot, right? Go yeah. ahead, Anthony. Yeah. Isn't that for us to say to him, isn't his job to figure out how to get them to play 60 minutes? Well, I think he's trying. When I heard him say that, yeah. I kind of shook my head. I, Bill, if, if we have a weakness, I think it's our coaching. I think it's him. Mm. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I, I think, think I, no, I think he's a great coach, but I, I'll tell you what, I'll go with you on this. It's, it's maybe it's um, well, it's coaching to you. You're right that you, I can't, I can't argue your point, but you know, just not um, using, you know, there's no risk at no biscuit kind of thing, you know, that Arians loves to go deep and that's just not who Brady is at the, you know, in this point in his career. Um, you know, even though he hit a, a, it was a beautiful pass, Antonio Brown, that was a, what a 46 yard touchdown pass. So he threw that ball 50 yards in the air without, with no, right on right on the money um that's the kind of stuff that arians likes to play it's always been that way so i think the that dart that he threw to mike evans over the uh, middle 
I'll tell you what. Holy cow. There's a 43-year-old that is throwing heat. A lot of his passes, because we got to watch the whole game, right? He was throwing smoke, like Elway-level stuff on some of those passes. I mean, frozen ropes. It was really fun to watch. He was just drilling the ball. Let's let's go back to Bruce Arians. You may have a coaching problem. I don't know if you have a head coaching problem. Um, he's a, I think he's a brilliant offensive mind. Um, but I've been watching, uh, I watch highlights every week. He's a good interview in that he will needle and through the media, uh, express the weakness of what the team needs to do. And I think that's his way of telling Brady and the players, you got to fucking play 60 minutes of football. <laughs> exactly. And if we play 30, we're going to lose to the green bays and the, you know, insert yep. Buffaloes or whoever in the world. Right. So, yep. Yeah. Um, I forget what you were saying about the uh, coaches. I was going to say something about somebody. We're about older, it. Sean. We're all older now. That happens. I know. I know. Um, looking ahead to this week, uh, a rare Christmas game. Shay teased it last week on the episode. Minnesota at New Orleans. Um, I'm not. I haven't looked at the standings. If New Orleans loses that game, does Tampa have a? Does me a thing. No, no. If if no. The, the Saints lose two and the Bucks win two, the Bucks win the, the division. Okay. Yeah, they, but it's got to be they got to they they can't tie them because the Saints beat them twice. Yeah. So, well, I think yeah. Breeze Breeze being a week healthier, uh, Friday game. You know they're gonna have a week off. You know extra they should day. handle they should handle the Vikings. I think the game. If the Falcons win seven. They they win the division. Bill. The couple games. A couple couple games to watch. <laughs> Indy at Pittsburgh um pittsburgh's gonna Good game yeah. i guess it's pittsburgh's gonna gonna win tonight easily against cincinnati um, maybe yeah that's their last home game uh, they, if you're gonna throw out a game sean you gotta get you gotta pick the line i got them here indeed pittsburgh yep um i think i i i think i heard this today on the radio i think Indy's oh. a three-point favorite yeah two and a half, two and a half no no yeah. steelers are two and a half point favorite steelers yes oh steelers is that, two is and that half. pittsburgh is that pittsburgh yeah okay Okay, I thought okay, I, I heard it, I thought it was three, but okay. Um, Carolina Washington, that's the Ron Rivera game. Uh, that's a game that the Washington football team can clinch the East without mm. win. That's who, who would have guessed that preseason, right? Jeepers! Right? How about Titans at Green Bay? What a game! Yeah, that's gonna be a big one. That's the Sunday night game, I believe. Yeah, yeah. guess the spread, Sean. Which on Tennessee Green Bay? Yep. Uh, In Green half. Bay. Three and a half. Yep. You're good. Three and a half. Good. Man, yeah. he's good. And then Rams Seahawks. Rams Seahawks, I think, is going to be a good game because Rams coming off that loss. Um, you know, yeah, they're a, a game behind the Seahawks with that stupid loss. So, but Seahawks yeah. are just two and a half point favorites at home. So it's going to, there's some good football. And, and even Saturday is going to be fun because we get the Bucks. Good games. Yeah. In Detroit, yeah. you know, and the Cardinals are playing that same day. So I get, and, you know, get to watch. And I think the Dolphins are going to beat the Raiders. So. It's weird playing in that dolphins. dome, Bill. The Detroit Lion, that, that dome is weird. So be ready. Be ready. Yep. I don't have to be ready. Tom, Tom and Bruce have to Tom be ready. Tom and Gronk have to be ready. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> for, for 60 minutes. <laughs> for 60 right. minutes. Not 30. Not 30. Briefly, not 30. Briefly, you know, the, 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 the Browns have to go back to the Meadowlands to play the Jets. Um, they did what they had to do last night. It was kind of a boring win as yeah. opposed to their, their thrilling loss the previous Monday night. Um, 10 wins though, right? The Browns. 10 wins. 10 wins. And, um, yeah. but they've got to, they've got to continue to win. 
that win next week against the Jets is critical because Buffalo or Baltimore is playing really good right now. And, you know, they would love to, to have an opportunity to, to host a home playoff game versus, mm-hmm. and right now I think if they went out and they, now once again, they've got the Jets and then they mm-hmm. host the Steelers, but there's a lot of, a lot of odds that the Steelers have nothing to play for that game. Uh, Roethlisberger could rest, um, you know, other than the fact that it's a hated Cleveland Browns, that could be a lot because Browns get a home game against Tennessee uh, versus having to go back to Tennessee and play the, the Titans, Derrick Henry in January mm-hmm. could be interesting. So is there a better stiff arm in the history of the NFL than Derrick Henry? No, 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 no. Just Not even unreal, close. right? No, Not I mean, I, I always, I always bring up, I always think of Earl Campbell, but he didn't straight arm. He just said, he, it, ran you over. he just ran yeah, yeah. you over. Yeah. <laughs> he he, he straight armed you with his thigh, his thigh. Not, right. not in most cases, Derek Henry on, on secondary, he's, yeah. he's beating down at them because he's so yeah. much he, bigger. He's yeah. pushing them down. It's and unbelievable. That, that little swim move that guys use to get rid of a, you know, to get rid of the straight arm, it ain't going to work on Derrick Henry. He's just like, oh. just try it. it you know? <laughs> if, if longevity is on his side, he could be one of the greatest ever, right? But yeah. he's wow. so big and just gets hit and pounds. I can't see more than an eight, nine year career with, you know, yeah. like a Jim yeah. Brown type of thing. But gosh, he is just amazing. He's very he's Eddie George like with, with yeah. about another 45 pounds um, and quicker. Um, and he's quicker too. God. Yeah. Yeah. He's fast. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He is yeah, fast. Um, yeah. really quick, guys. Let's just let's just glance on college basketball. Uh Gonzaga beats Iowa. Iowa only drops to number four uh from three. Uh Zags win 99-88 over over Iowa. Uh, but the thing I want to talk about is Kentucky one and five. Jeez. Worst record since 1926 there oh. at Rep and I don't know if you saw the news today and, and we talk a lot about coaches and, you know, throwing teams under the bus. Did you guys see what, what Cal did on Twitter? He basically, the, the freshman kid, Cameron, I think Cam something, uh, one of their stars, he only played two minutes in the game against Carolina on Saturday and was visibly pouting on the bench. Mm-hmm. And today on go look Calipari in like three or four tweets basically said, we told Cam he's got, he's got to take time away from the, the, program his, his attitude is not good enough to be in the kentucky culture like he flat out called this kid out on twitter wow um just publicly saying like i asked him to leave the team like you know wow yeah he must be very, a uh well it's funny because a lot of people in the thread is like what a horrible coaching move to throw your players under the bus publicly like this and then the other half is like the kid totally deserves it he's a prima donna and he's never going to play at kentucky and blah 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 it's really weird He's trying to wake up the, wow. the, the he's trying to wake up the fourteen on the bench of the fifteen players and sacrifice this kid, right? I think yeah. he's, it's strategic. This is this is, strategic. this is worth reading. Let me read it, Sean. You yeah, want to read hear it? it out loud? Yes. Yeah, we have asked Cam Fletcher to take some time and step away from the team. He needs to reflect and do some soul searching to get his priorities in order. Any attitude or actions that are detrimental to this team will not be tolerated, and that goes for everyone on the team. We have a culture here that's been built over the last eleven years, and it will not change. All caps. Through good times and bad, this culture is meant to change individuals and change maturity levels. This hurts our team, but this is about Cam and his future. I talked to Cam and his mother. Oh, damn. Mm. And they know I care about him and I love him, but they also understand that they are, there are changes that need to be made. It's his job to decide whether he can perform within this culture, both on and off the court. Wow. <laughs> that is a public I, I think I, 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 I lean towards liking it without knowing any of the 
details. Yeah. I, I lean oh, we're in a different we're in a different world. Like, guys, uh, two weeks ago, our company had the great Archie Griffin on. Uh, mm. We brought him on for like a company. Uh, he, he spoke to the company, and um, he was just telling stories. And he he said, you know, his freshman year, he got in the second game of the season, and they called. You know, they were winning big over somebody, North Texas State or something like that. And and he said, I remember I heard I heard Woody say Griffin. And I thought, how many other Griffins are on the team? And, and Woody Hayes again said, Griffin. And he gave him the ball, you know, he put him in the game and he thought, well, I'm just going to be in here as a decoy. And they, the play they called was going to him. And so he said, you know, you always learn, you know, watch the ball go into your belly. And when I, you know, when the snap made, I saw the linebacker move to the side and I saw this huge hole open up and I forgot to put the ball in my belly. Oh, <laughs> and I fumbled and I was quickly out of the game after that game, but he said the next game uh, against North Carolina, Woody Hayes, yeah, after a, he said after, the way he said it was after a rough week of practice with Coach Hayes in the North Carolina game, he called Griffin again. And I thought it couldn't be me because I fumbled the ball last time. And he went in the game and ran for 245 yards. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But in the old days, the, the, that, what you just read, Bill, was done in practice. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Not absolutely. on Twitter. Not on, Not Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah. That's rough. So Todd, yeah. I think you hipped us to a, a little preview of uh NBA league pass, maybe free for. Yeah. 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 Um, so check your local provider. I think from the 22nd, which is tomorrow to the 29th, a week of NBA. Uh, they call it the pass where they called uh, NBA pass, something like that. So check your, uh, check your cable or satellite provider. Um, Shay did a great job last week, uh, spitting knowledge about the NBA and actually, um, motivated me to maybe, you know, kind of follow along a little more than I usually do. Normally oh, I'm more awesome. of a playoff. Yeah. I'm more of a, a playoff, you know, uh, NHL and NBA guy, but Hey, why not? I mean, well, uh, on I'm the background, if the, if the Hawks are playing, you know, or they, they got it. It'll be on the small TV for sure. Right, Bill. But Hey, why not? Yep, so yep, yep, let's yep. do it. Let's do it. And then Todd, yeah. I, I know you've been watching a little soccer this week as well. Yeah, I, oh gosh, I love it. Um, they call it the festive fixtures. Apparently, there's a, a ton of games uh, during the Christmas uh, leading up to, to, to New Year's. Um, Liverpool finds himself uh, top of the table. Um, they had a huge 7 nothing victory against Crystal Palace. Um, Bill, I think Manchester United won 7-2 this week. Um, they're they're going to turn the corner. They've been underperforming, so uh, they think uh, maybe they're ready to to, uh, to, to break loose. But the real story in the Premier League is the um, Arsenal Gunners, um, perennial top four, top six. They find themselves 15th in the league. And there's articles that they're legitimately facing possible relegation. Wow. Um, they have, I believe, 14 points at this point in the season. I can look how many, how many games they played, but it's the fewest ever in their Premier League existence. They've never been at this point this many games in with this, this few points. Um, Arteta, Mike Arteta, I think his name's Mike, uh, probably not, but he's the skipper. He's been there one year. And of course he's in full defense mode of, uh, you know, Hey, this is, we're buying into the system, blah, blah, blah. But soccer managers traditionally get sacked quote unquote, very, very quickly. Um, they need, they need so, some yeah. Ted Lasso in that locker room. That would take care yeah, of it. So, so through 14 games, they have 14 points and they're 15th in the league. Uh, 18th in the relegation zone has 10 points. So they're just four points um, safe. Ooh. So that's kind of the, you know, 
it could be very arsenal in 10 games from now for them to be, you know, ninth, 10th, you know, big improvement, but um, North London is, is, uh, is, is panicking right now with the, with arsenal. So that's my uh, EPL story of the day. Trent Krim international. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Trent, Trent Krim. Trent Krim, the guy from the, uh, the oh, soccer. the, uh, report, the, the, the newspaper reporter. guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. That, he needs to interview that skipper. Uh, I got to watch that again, Ted Lasso. I got to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to go for number three, I think, after the first of the year. Uh, Why not, right? Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, good week. A little tighter show than last week. Oh, Todd wants to say something about something. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ready. I'm ready to wrap it up. But um, I fell in love this week, and I think you guys were right there with me. Um, oh, I was. TNC, I, little TNC. Gosh. I, I, I can't believe the 180 I've done with Tiger Woods. I love <laughs> Tiger 7.0. I used to, I used to dislike the guy. I never hated him. I used to actively root against him, but Oh my God, Charlie Woods is awesome. Isn't he great? <laughs> I just really hope, pray, whatever word you want to use that, uh, he doesn't feel pressure. doesn't feel like he's got to live up to dad's, uh, dad's legacy. And I think Tiger, what I'm so impressed about him is, He's just like, hey, I'm here to have fun with Charlie. If he asks me, I'll, I'll give him a read, but he's doing his own thing. He's kind of the opposite of what Earl did. I'm sure Earl was the drill sergeant and thankfully he made Tiger who he is, but I don't think, I don't feel like Tiger wants to do that to Charlie. And it's just what a cool, cool, cool story. The mannerisms, Rhonda, yes. you know, Rhonda's not a golfer, but she was just watching and she's like, the way he leans against his putter when his dad was hitting, his arm on his hip. It's funny how that's not taught. That's just inherited. Yeah. Um, Genetics, yeah. But the but the you know there, there was the great picture of them on the range with both of them in their full follow through. Um, just you know his shot on sixteen on Saturday, the first day. You know the the wedge that went you know literally like an inch past the hole was just brilliant. I mean, so good. He's he's it's fun it's fun to watch him as a as a dad because you can see there are times he's like, he's not like rushing over to tiger. Tiger's got to go, Hey, fist bump. And he's like, okay. It's almost like, don't embarrass me, dad. He's got a lot of that attitude going on on the course. Like, and the hugs were kind of like, you know, he's like, dad, come on the cameras. It's very fun to watch uh, uh, that whole, every dad goes through that, right. Where there's that age range where the kids are like, don't do this in front of people, please. Mm -hmm. And I think Charlie's right in the middle of that. <laughs> How about his awesome. T-ball on 18? He hit before his father. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he hit the ball, he turned around and his father's however hundred yards back and gave yeah. his father the thumbs up and you can rip it, dad. Go ahead. I, I hit a good one. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know I, you boys are golfers. Justin, kudos to Justin Thomas, who's gonna be the next star of the game, right? I mean, just the Justin Thomas will replace Tiger Woods as the one everybody wants to root for and cheer. And and uh I just thought that was neat. And then you saw Rory's tweet, right? Uh mm -hmm. Rory uh, maybe yeah. Roy, Roy said, my favorite golfers of all time, or it was Roy track. It was the Roy tracker, uh, Twitter handle. And it said, Roy, Roy, number one, Charlie Woods, number two. And it showed like Justin Thomas <laughs> down one tiger down two. Uh, it, it, was, it was super funny. Um, That's all. There's an article in golf digest today. You can now bet on Charlie Woods chances of winning a major by the time he's 25, proving we've all lost our minds. <laughs> And, and that's, and that's what worry, that's what worries me. Um, I love the joy and, and I, like, I hope the pressure doesn't get to him. Right. I hope it's not, I got to be my next 
the next tiger. I hope I, I want him to turn pro and have a great career, but I hope, you know, I hope there's no huge pressure. I can't imagine being Tiger with his son and playing well, golf, I mean, right? That would be, Gary, Gary but he seems to be handling it. He seems Gary to be Nicholas was it. on the cover of Sports Illustrated with the headline, the next Nicholas. Right. Um, never did yeah. anything. Never did anything. But, yeah. but when you talk to dad, he gushes about uh, how great Gary is, right? But <laughs> being a tour so. great player is different than, yeah. Than, exactly. Yeah. Someone, on Levi, someone on Levitar said, pump the brakes on Charlie. A five-year-old tiger kicked five-year-old Charlie's ass. That's funny. <laughs> I'm like, okay, funny. good. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, you know, I mean, we can we can do a Mount Rushmore of, of you know, overrated youth: Todd Marinovich, Jennifer Capriati. You know, the, the if we can only if we only remember what is a Mount Rushmore? Huh. I don't know. Was back in the day when there were That's no so sports. early 2020. That's so early 2020. <laughs> so early 2020. So All early right. COVID. <laughs> All right, let's go around the horn. Mal, what do you got coming up this week? Short week. Christmas. A short week. Uh, Going to play some golf with my son on Wednesday, which I haven't at, done in a, in a year. Uh, get strokes. Get get strokes. Uh, okay. Get strokes, Anthony. We're playing at Carrollwood, his his old club, uh, on on Wednesday morning, uh, and then we're. Uh, he he looked at me. He said, "That we'll still have time to go to the racetrack, right?" I said, "So." And then we'll be going to the track. Chip off Tampa the old Bay block, Downs, huh? <laughs> Tampa Bay Downs in the afternoon. Uh, I'm just going to really enjoy, enjoy all the family being around from now until Friday evening when, when Dylan heads back to, uh, to Sea Island, Georgia. Now does just, Dylan uh, stay with you or does he stay with his brothers? He's staying here. Uh, he, he's staying here, uh, with us. Uh, and, uh, it's, uh, he, uh, it, it's, it's very nice having them all in the house and, uh, uh, watching my wife be so so happy it's it's pretty cool so uh, uh beyond that you know I, i'm sitting here thinking about charlie and i'm looking at this screen of uh the, the four of us and there's one four six eight kids and uh they're pretty lucky those eight kids to have you guys and very candidly not to pat myself on the back but me as a dad and you know, that's, that's pretty cool. And uh, I know that some of us are going to be able to spend some time with our, our kids and others of us are going to have to do the, the zoom thing, but uh, it, it does my heart good to know you guys. And I know that our kids have got it pretty good and that's pretty damn cool. So Merry Christmas to everybody, to the stare down listeners, all six, 700 of you. And uh, uh, everybody enjoy their week and stay safe. Nice. Todd, what do you got coming up, man? Man, well well said, uh, Anthony. Um, so, yeah, just finishing strong again. I, I, I'm thinking um, Wednesday about noon, it's going to fall off a cliff. Uh, but who knows? I've been wrong before. Um, I'm hoping Doors and Hardware slows down Thursday and Friday, but, but, but you never know. Um, so uh, if so inclined this season, if you're uh, willing and able, um, try to give something back. And Mal, uh, love that you were hitting the food bank. Um, that's just awesome. Well, I if you can talk about that. I, well, I can throw it back to you if you want. But yeah, if, if you're willing and able, do, do something for others. And also I talked last week about having purpose in New Year. And I'm, my purpose this week is to enjoy the holiday. Um, going to be the first Christmas without mom and dad. And uh, I'm going to choose to uh, be happy, honor them, enjoy the moment, spend as much time as I can with my kids. 
um, it's it's easy to uh, to 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 feel sad, and uh, that's okay a little bit. But I'm going to try to enjoy it as best I can. And um, Sean, we talked about this a million times. Pick up the phone on on Christmas Eve or Christmas, and randomly call a friend or, or a family member and just check in and, and make sure that they feel the holiday love. Um, so really looking forward to this Christmas. Nice. Now you want to jump in really quick on your food bank? No, I, I spent three hours one day and two hours another day um, just moving boxes around, putting food in people's trunks. And um, I got to be honest with you, it, it, it was hard. Uh, there's a lot of misery out there right now. There's a lot of people who clearly they're in this situation for the first time in their lives. Uh, it's, this wasn't a regular thing coming to pick up a box of food to feed their family. Um, mm. and it, it, uh, to Todd's point, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're fortunate and we're blessed. Many of us are, um, giving back a little bit. Um, honestly, I got choked up a couple of times. It was hard, but I feel better for doing it. And uh, there's a neighbor of mine, um, they're, they're Jewish and they, and they don't celebrate Christmas. And every Christmas, she, her husband and their two kids go to a food bank and, mm. and they, serve, they serve dinner to, to people. Um, which, and they've done it for the 25 years they've lived across the street. Uh, mm. If you have the opportunity to, to give back a little bit this year, maybe more so than any other year because of the year that we've been through, um, it would go a long way. Mel, I think I said last week, it's, it's easy for me to hop on Atlanta Community Food Bank and donate on my Visa card, which I think is awesome. Uh, but what you did to, to actually go down there and move box, boxes, I think, is even even more impressive. So really cool, really cool. It was it was a unique experience. I, I was humbling, right? It was humbling, it, it, yeah. it, very humbling, and it wasn't easy. I, I mean, yeah. no, I, I volunteered at a lot of places, and I'm you know involved in a couple of nonprofits. It was it was a you were seeing people there that had never been there before, uh, mm. and it was it was very uh, very humbling. Uh, to, to go and, and do it uh, enough. That's you know, Mal, our, our buddy Jeff Chalmers does that stuff all the time with um, yeah. on Thanksgiving and Christmas Day and stuff like that. So yeah, good for you, Bill. I doubled up on you before you talk about your week ahead. <laughs> I think I think you guys get together before the show and go. Let's take it to this level this week for Risser. Um, no, I mean, that's, that's amazing stuff. I don't want to make light of that because that's super, super cool, super impressive. Um, uh, so this week uh, on the Real Estate Sessions podcast, which uh, is going to be a, a Real Estate Sessions Rewind, a couple of them coming up back to back um, nice. because it's, it's uh, to be honest, it's um, just a break for me at this time of the year and break for people. So tomorrow's Rob Hahn, which, you know, I love Rob. He's, he's a, a smart guy in the business. Uh, and then I'm trying to remember it. My, it's, it's skipping. Uh, I think it might be Emily Chenevere out of uh, Austin Board of Realtors. Really yeah. smart. I'm doing yeah, some great stuff. Good. Yeah. So she's going to be the, um, the one next week. And then just so you know, I already recorded a couple of interviews in the last couple of weeks. So I'm really ready, you know, to, to take some time off. 
Um, Nina Dosange of Vanguard Properties in San Francisco, right. super smart. And today uh, I snuck in Mark, Cho, Mark Choi, who is the co-founder of Climb. And Anthony, he has started a new product that I know you are going to buy, highnote.io, H-I-G-H note.io. It's only going to be 35 a month, Anthony, but it's going to change the way you do pre-listings, listing presentations, offers, not, not an email with a whole bunch of stuff attached to it. Imagine one link in this beautiful presentation where you can add any URL you want to add to the presentation, right? Where all your stuff is. And it's just fantastic. So check that thing out. Um, so he'll cool. be, those will be the first two of the, first, of the new Thank year. You. So, yeah, it's, it's, I was blown away. It's for um, it's a tool for great agents doing great things, much like rate my agent to be honest. Um, so <laughs> that's uh, that's that's what's happening there. But we're excited to um, uh, open presence with with Kevin and Sarah via it'll be FaceTime, so that'll be fun uh, Friday morning. Uh, and it's fun because you know I, I know some of the cool crap. I Kevin doesn't listen to the show. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but every year. Every single year, I give him a flying toy of some kind, a plane, you know, a helicopter, like a drone or, whatever it is. Yeah. This year, it's a drone with a camera. You nice. Know, so, yeah. And so, you know, it's a smaller, like indoor drone, nothing fancy. But uh, yeah. yeah, every year, something that flies. And he, he you know, he, he kind of gives me crap for it. But I know deep down, that's what he wants to open. It's the flying toy. So anyways. That's awesome. Sean? That's cool. That's great. Um, you know, it's... Um, Short week, obviously, but I, I, I had a, a one, two, three, four Zooms and a Facebook Live today. Um, Al jumped on a, a Zoom call with us, uh, which was great. It was, four, you know, six guys uh, talking about a kind of a book club, and it was just a great, I thought that was a great conversation. It was just oh, fantastic. Um, tomorrow, I'm, I'm uh, meeting with um, a friend of mine from high school, just catching up over some beers, and I'll deliver the rest of my uh rest of my product um meeting with a top agent on wednesday and then obviously sliding into the holidays so i'll probably start shopping here the next day or so for the family um i'm always a late <laughs> late shopper but i want to show you guys Oops. something so my, i don't have my my inserts yet for my hard copy uh plan these are these are all the early january february speaking gigs booked nice. out on post-it notes Wow. I'm not sure if you guys can Let's see. Let's hope there's those. no fire. Let's hope there's no yeah, be fire. Be careful. Don't lose those. Right? Well, I've got them in my, in my calendar. I just, okay. I, I visually, cause I'm waiting to get the insert so I can put them onto the calendar. Oh, the Franklin Covey inserts. Nice. Yeah, Pretty excited that, you know, that it's that full and, and that's still, you know, with a couple of yeah. those, you know, a couple other things to add in. And so Did anything, anything show up in the Tampa Bay area, St. Pete, maybe. Uh, perhaps so we'll see. No, nothing in St. Pete, but if that thing works out with that other person I talked to last week that I told you about, um, hopefully I get down there. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. Cool. Yeah. But guys, always fun. We'll, we'll talk much during the week, uh, during bowl games or football games or basketball games. Uh, it's always good to chat with you guys and to our listeners. If you are out there, thank you. We appreciate anyone paying attention. The fact is the four of us would do this, whether there's listeners or not, cause it's just fun to talk with your buddies over beers in the, around the country. So on behalf of Bill and Todd and Anthony, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the Stare Down.